clock in, never clock out. No way with the slackers. No, no way with the slackers. No, 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 no way with the slackers. Clock in, never clock out. Clock in, never clock out. Clock in, never clock out. Welcome, welcome to the Path of Revelation podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Parker, and this is where the culture meets scripture. Listen. This is going to be a dope show today. I feel like everyone needs to hear this show. Like, if you are listening to this show, please share this show with someone. Whether the person is new to the faith or has been in the faith for a while, I really believe that this show is something that everyone needs to hear. Um, I'm going to be talking about how do you define purpose? Now, we know purpose is a big It's like the million dollar question that people have. And then you have some of us who feel confident that we're walking in our purpose. Well, I believe this show is going to challenge everybody in regards to their view of purpose and not just challenge you, but encourage you and give you tools to be a more effective in your purpose. And if you don't know what your purpose is, I'm confident that this show is going to help you find it. But listen, before I get into all of that, I do want to announce that I am back working on my album. I took a break for probably a couple of months, it seems like, because I started a new business and I've shared it with you guys a couple of times on previous shows, but I just started a new business. Um, I have a digital marketing firm now where my company specializes in social media marketing. We specialize in website design and management, uh, graphic arts, anything to do with branding, pretty much anything to do with branding, my company can handle. And so I had to take a break from working on my album because um, it just took a lot of time. You know, God open, has opened up doors where I've, I had more clients out the gate than I thought I would. And so I'm excited to get back into working on my album and so things may be pushed back a little bit because I want to make sure that I give you guys a, a, a solid body of work. Um, and some of you guys could chime in on this, um, what I'm about to share with you. I've been really debating on whether or not I'm going to just release a couple of like EPs, like four to five song projects this year or just one big album. You know, because I'm sitting on a lot of music and I have a lot of ideas that I've started that I just need to finish. But um, there's an anxiousness to me um, to get this music out to you guys. But I just wanted to let you guys know that's what's been going on. But listen, I'm, I'm super excited about what God is doing. Um, this show is sponsored by Parker Branding Group. So if you need any services like website design, management, Uh, domains domain management um, social media management anything like that you can go to parkerbrandinggroup.com parkerbrandinggroup.com we would love to be able to help you and service you Um, and the benefit of working with Parker Branding Group um, you have a consultant at your at your call you on call you don't have to call a 1-800 number or anything like that you know, we're fast in our response and helping you reach your goals and um, and things of that nature. But listen, <clears throat> today's show, 
is dealing with purpose. Like, how do you define purpose? And listen, whether you think you know your purpose or you don't know your purpose, I, I promise you this show is going to help you. Make sure you share it with somebody as well. You know, there's a lot of people who actually think they're operating in their purpose and they're actually wasting time. And it's because they're def they're defining purpose the wrong way. But listen, it's so important that we as Christians define purpose the right way. And it's so important. Hear me good. It's so important that we not just define purpose by what we're talented at, that we not just define purpose by our gift or our gifts, because you can actually be gifted or talented at something and be using that gift or talent for the wrong reason. For example, I would submit to you guys that Hitler was gifted and talented. I believe that Hitler was a gifted leader, a talented leader, very persuasive, very strong willed. But I would argue that just because he operated in his gift or talent doesn't mean that he operated in his purpose. I would submit that he operated in his gift and talent, but he didn't operate in his purpose. And so it's under it's, it's very important that we understand that you can actually activate your gifts and talents without ever activating your purpose. So purpose isn't the gift or talent, but purpose should be what drives the gift or talent. And so how we define purpose as Christians matters. Colossians chapter one, verse 16 says this. It says, for by him, referring to Jesus, for by him, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. You were created to glorify Christ. Your purpose is to glorify God. See, your purpose can exist without your gifts and talents being in operation, but your gifts and talents need your purpose to be effective. And some of you guys are still getting hung up like, man, how can, how can I operate in my purpose without my gifts? It's because we're defining our, our purpose by what our gifts are. Listen, I don't have to be rapping or doing a podcast or singing or making a beat to operate in my purpose because I don't have to be doing these things to glorify God. I can glorify God by how, by, by how I love my neighbor. I can glorify God by how I pray for my enemies. 
I can love God or I can serve God and serve my purpose by how I treat my wife and how I raise my children. It should be important to us to know who we are outside of our talents and our gifts. Like, I shouldn't have to have a microphone in my hand to know who I am. I shouldn't have to be on stage performing to know who I am. I shouldn't have to have a basketball or football in my hand to know who I am. I shouldn't have to be considered an entrepreneur or being recognized as an entrepreneur to know who I am. We live in a culture, in a society that defines us or, or causes us to define ourselves by our gifts and our talents. It doesn't matter if I'm a, if I'm a terrible father if I'm a great athlete or basketball player. It doesn't matter if you mistreat your wife and neglect your kids as long as you're a business mogul or long as you're, you're a, a platinum selling artist or, or as long as you're a mega preacher with a mega church. We, we esteem gifts and talents above what really matters. And so as a result of us esteeming gifts and talents so high, we neglect real life. And it sets us up to seek the approval of men. Listen to me. One of the main things that hinders us as Christians from finding and walking in our purpose is looking for validation and approval from men more than looking for validation and approval from God. You can actually care about what people think too much. And you can care so much about what people think that you don't even care or consider what God thinks. Paul writes in Galatians chapter one, verse 10, he says, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. In other words, he's like what one of the things that Paul is saying here is why call yourself a servant of Christ if your primary focus is to please people? Why call yourself a Christian or a servant of Christ if your primary focus is to please people? We as Christians have to be careful not to be thirsty to receive validation from men. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're in a culture where we determine our purpose off of what makes us go viral. Where we depend on attention to validate us and not the Holy Spirit. For many of us, we've become 
and I've been guilty of this before, we've become so dependent on likes and shares and tweets and hearts. We've become so dependent on attention from people and so dependent on what people think about us and how high people esteem us. And so we look for validation from people and not the Holy Spirit. And so and so often our purpose is determined by crowd response and not God's response. Hear me good when I say this. Just because you're getting attention doesn't mean you're operating in your purpose. Just because, listen, I would even go further and say, just because people are saying you inspire them and they're applauding you doesn't mean that you're operating in your purpose. <laughs> you could be making twerk videos and talking about how you lost weight and, and be inspiring people and people. It, it does. What we do and how we inspire people as Christ, as Christians even that matters. And listen, it's, it's important because a lot of times when we talk about Pharisees, we always, we always equate Pharisees to people who are extremely judgmental. But we never look at the other attributes of what it means to be a Pharisee or, or attributes of a Pharisee. In Matthew chapter 23, verse five, Jesus lets us know that the Pharisees did all things to be seen by men. And so they were not just condemning people and being hypocritical, but the Pharisees were doing things for attention from men. They cared more about what man thought than what God thought. So they would they would dress in these elaborate robes and 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 dress to be seen. They would pray out loud in the synagogues and and in public to be heard of men and to be praised and esteemed highly by men. Not by God. They were seeking the approval of people. And so because they were so focused on seeking the approval of people that instead of recognizing the Messiah, when he stepped on the scene, they screamed, crucify him. Seeking the approval of people will cause you to miss Jesus. And as a result, miss your purpose. And so don't be like the Pharisees who gave large offerings in front of people so people can say, oh, look what they're doing. Look how much money they're giving. Like we can't do anything. We it's like we live in a generation where we can't even do good things for people without recording it. 
for the purpose of going viral. Even the good things that we do is to bring praise back to ourselves. Don't be like the Pharisees. Jesus says they have their reward. When you do things to be seen by men, Jesus says that that is your reward. Don't think that you will receive anything from God. Jesus goes on to say, when you when you do things, do your alms and do what you do before God privately. Seeking God privately, seeking to be faithful and giving and, and, and loving others and, and serving others, like not always looking for a crowd, not looking for a crowd or applause of men. He says, when you do these things secretly, God will reward you openly. See, when you really tap into your purpose, you don't need the applaud of a crowd because the only thing that matters to you is pleasing God. The only thing that matters is hearing well done, my good and faithful servant. And so a big part of us finding out our purpose and walking in our purpose isn't just us finding out what burdens us, but more importantly, what burdens him? What burdens God? What are the things that he loves? What are the things that he hates? See, Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 says, And whatsoever you do, do it heartily or wholeheartedly as to the Lord and not unto men. Verse 24, knowing that of the Lord, you shall receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. And so I could hear some of you probably saying, Gabe, all of that is great. It sounds great. But where do I start? How do I start and discover my purpose? How do I start operating my purpose? And my response to you is you start by giving God your mind and your body. When we look at Romans chapter 12, verse one through two, it says, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. In other words, reasonable service is something that you're supposed to do. Verse two, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. See, we can't prove what the will of God is without first giving God our mind and our body. 
We have to we have to deny ourselves. This is why Jesus said in Luke nine and twenty three, if any man will come after me. Or in other words, if any man will come after me and find out what his purpose is, he must first deny himself. Pick up his cross. And follow me. And so us um, us finding out our purpose, our purpose begins at us saying no to our will and yes to the will of God. And so, God, here's my mind. Here's my heart. Here's my body. You know, we can't serve God and serve our own agendas and our own will. And I know this isn't the popular purpose message that we hear um, a lot of preachers preach nowadays, because, you know, nowadays a lot of preachers have become motivational speakers. They, they paint a picture that you can find your purpose without you denying yourself. Like you can find, and it's almost like um, they paint a picture as if God exists to serve you and not you existing to serve God. God doesn't exist to serve our desires. We exist to glorify him and serve his desires. And for us to serve his desires, we have to first find out what his desires are and deny our own desires for his desires. This is why in Psalms 37 verse four, we always hear people say, God is going to give you the desires of your heart. Well, in Psalms 37 verse four, it says, delight yourself in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. So it's not just God giving you the desires of your heart, but we first have to delight ourselves in him. That word delight means to take pleasure in what he takes pleasure in. And so what happens is as we begin to seek God. As we begin to take pleasure and what he takes pleasure in and our will begins to die and, and, and we begin to take on his will and his desires. Now, when we pray, we're praying according to his will in agreement with his will. And he will give us the desires of our heart because now our heart is in line with his. And so. Our purpose begins with glorifying God, not just with lip service. Jesus said, don't just be hearers of the word, but be also doers. So it's not just me hearing the word of God and me, not even me just singing a song or going to church, because what good is it? is going to church and shouting and praising God at church. If I'm going to live for the devil, once I leave the four walls. And so it is a, it's a life transformation. It's a life submission. And it's not us who does the transforming. 
it's the power of the Holy Spirit. It is us submitting to God and saying, God, I recognize that these parts of me or or these areas in my life have not been have not been submitted to you. And once we submit to God, then we can look objectively at our not just our talents and our gifts, but our life as a whole and say, how can I glorify you in my marriage? How can I glorify you in in my parenting? How can I glorify you in my singleness if I'm a single? How can I glorify you uh, with my gifts and talents? How can I glorify you in my rapping? How can I glorify you in my singing? How can I glorify you in my public speaking? How can I glorify you? How can I glorify you on my job? How can I glorify you in the relationships in my life? And so as a Christian, we should constantly be seeking God to understand how can we glorify him in every area of our life? Because Paul, just like Paul said, do all things as unto the Lord. And so it's not just about getting a um, getting recognized, our gift, getting us recognized. Because I can get attention with my gift glorifying the devil. I can get attention with my gift. Um, glorifying sin, sex, drugs, and all types of stuff. And so our goal as Christians should be to glorify God in everything that we do. And so listen, if if you have any questions about anything that you hear on on the on the Path of Revelation podcast, or any prayer requests, you can always feel free to write in. You can all you can go to pathofrevelationnow.com, leave a message, um, at any questions about the show, and I'll get back with you. I'll respond. I will respond. Um, if you have any suggestions for future shows, feel free to share. And listen, I, I appreciate all of you guys' support. If you would like to donate to Path of Revelation, um, you can cash at me at Gabriel T. Parker, or you can PayPal to Path of Revelation now at gmail.com. Listen, guys, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. There's new episodes dropping every Wednesday. Make sure you share this with somebody. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to the Path of Revelation podcast. And this is where the culture meets scripture.